Welcome, dear listener, to a Secret for a Happy Life podcast, born from my desire to share the knowledge I've gained and acquired on leading a better life, interwoven with diverse experiences from my travels, years of studying psychology, and life lessons. I'm Fitrak Metz-Bittens, your guide on this journey to rediscover joy, productivity, and the essence of living a fulfilled life. Today, I share with you a personal story, a personal revelation that unfolded on a seemingly ordinary, ordinary day by the sea. This is more than just a story, it's an invitation to reflect on your habits and the silent impact they wield on all our lives. Your follows, likes, shares and comments help me greatly, so thank you for it. Our tale begins on January 17th, when I was sitting on a chair in front of our motorhome in New Zealand, gazing into the sea's infinity. I love that. It was nice and a sunny day, somewhere on the coast of Southern Island, and I was waiting for the sunset. Do you also love those magical sunset? Sunset where sun falls into the ocean and the whole sky transforms into beautiful orange and reddish colors? I do. So. When I was sitting there, the thought to stop scrolling through social media hit me like a lightning bolt. I really felt it in my body. Right before that thought, I was thinking about all the projects I planned doing and never finished, never realizing them. This and for the year or so, I've been feeling a lack of energy my productivity and creativity weren't what they used to be. So I checked all the external factors like sleep, diet, exercise, relationships, and all of which were stable. Everything was okay. But I hadn't considered ever present digital companion in my hand, which had become a part of me. Yes, and I think this is part of many lives. Brandon Burchard's talk a couple of weeks ago on mental overload and how scrolling fills our brain capacity, leaving us tired, resonated with me that time, although I totally dismiss it. Not wanting to accept that my casual Instagram checks might be harmful. However, I started to notice how often I lost myself on my phone, intending to check on my book sales, but ending up on Instagram, only realizing that half an hour later. What started for me as a tool for connection and business growth had subtly morphed into source of, of endless scrolling, comparison, and ultimately this satisfaction, it started draining my energy and creativity. Do you also feel sometimes like that? Like a zombie on your phone? So while reflecting on Brandon Bruchard's insights on uh, mental overload, I acknowledged something. My casual checks on Instagram 
weren't as harmless as I believed they were. This revelation sparked a decision that led to a personal experiment. I wanted to reclaim my mental space and my time. And the goal of this was to see if a month of conscious Instagram use would lead to more energy, more, pro more productivity, more creativity. And let's see how it went. The first day was tough. I found myself unconsciously opening Instagram every time I took a phone into my hands. It took a huge effort to only respond to messaging, to messages and close the app. The second day, it was slightly easier. Thanks to the <laughs> to spending the whole day in nature without the signal. But still, I caught myself opening Instagram after I took some amazing, beautiful pictures of geysers in Volcanic Valley. I felt helpless and programmed. Now I know I was seeking instant gratification that only led to more frustration. I laughed at myself when I realized that while avoiding Instagram, I was scrolling through threads or eggs and other apps instead. It reminded me of when people quit smoking and they start overeating because their hands are used to this motion. Changing habits, especially those that giving us high vol volumes of dopamine kick is hard. We usually change when the pain is significant enough or when we experience or when we expect highly positive outcomes. What drives you? Avoiding anticipated pain or expecting positive outcome? Comment in the chat, please. When changing habits, identifying the trigger that draws us into a habit is a key. For me, it was the anticipation of potentially useful, useful information or the next post that might show me something useful or funny or some cute cats or whatever, it didn't matter in the end. When I posted something, I was checking for likes, for comments and each heart that I get was a reward in a sense. And when I was feeling down, my phone was there to cheer me up. Or was it? Dopamine plays a crucial role here and it explains why we act like this. It's the hormone of anticipation driving us to act because we are expecting something positive, some reward. And scrolling through social media provides us a cheap and quick access to dopamine and leading to addictions similar as drugs, shopping, pornography, smoking and others. We need more and more stimulation and soon we're like zombies on the phones. All the social media platforms are designed with advanced psychology tricks that hook you and make you addicted pretty soon. If you want to know more about this topic, I recommend you to read the books written by Nir Eyal. Uh, first one is named Hooked and the second one Indistractable. 
they are eye-opening and I will put them in the show notes so you can find them and check them out. If I go back to my story, by the 12th day I realized, realized I had no issue with scrolling when I set daily goals, like clear daily goals. When I had a project, I was focused, but too much free time led me back to my old habits. Even when I was overwhelmed or felt I didn't have time to do something productive, like two hours or three hours in a batch, I found myself scrolling through Instagram, not what I was expected. As days turned into weeks, my experiment bore fruit in unexpected ways. The void by social media was filled with creativity, with learning and real tangible experiences. I composed and recorded podcasts, immersed myself in the beauty of New Zealand nature and rediscovered simple pleasures. Reading, learning new languages, talking and connecting with loved ones. This period of conscious detachment from social media revealed the power of intentionality. And I felt good about myself again. Doing something purposeful and goal-oriented was amazing. Now, a month passed and I have to admit, there were days when I wasn't mindful at all. I felt like this experiment was too much, too big for me. Luckily, I have quite a lot of psychological tricks and tips up my sleeve, so I dragged myself out of those feelings quite quickly. And if you want me to teach you how to do that, I can do that too. Just comment in the um, comment and DM me and we'll figure it out. I managed to limit my scrolling to twice a day and I stuck to this quite, quite good. Now I'm more aware of my actions, replacing morning Instagram with meditation, journaling or reading. And also what I notice is that when I'm creating new content, I'm not influenced by current trends in social media, but I listen more to myself and I reflect to my surroundings. I'm much more productive and using the time I would spend scrolling to write, learn and just to hang out with my friends is pretty good. Changing this habit was challenging requiring moment-to-moment awareness and a shift from autopilot to consciousness, to conscious living. It wasn't easy, I have to admit. Habit change requires time, discipline and strong motivation. You can always ask yourself, what is the reward for a new habit? What will I gain? For me is seeing how much more I can turn ideas into reality. And this is a significant, significant reward for me. Also, asking what you want to achieve and what you're trying to avoid by scrolling is crucial. Sometimes the answer is superficial, like avoiding like avoiding responding to a customer complaint but because you are unsure how. Other times it might be deeper, 
like being overwhelmed or unconsciously afraid. And that's why you're procrastinating. It is worth exploring what lies behind scrolling and addressing it consciously. My aim isn't to never use the social media again, but it's to explore what I can accomplish instead of spending hours and hours like a zombie on these platforms. Stepping back from social media was also a challenge to put myself into my clients' shoes, understanding them in their efforts when they want to change their habits. You know that we are a sum of our habits and each small change can lead to significant differences over a year. Whether it's scrolling, smoking, drinking, not moving enough, wasting time on meaningless debates or something else, it doesn't matter. And so, dear listener, I extend this invitation to you. Reflect on your digital habits, on the time and energy consumed by screens. I highly recommend distancing, distancing from social media to anyone who wants to achieve their dreams and you're struggling to find the time. We have all the same minutes, all the same hours in a day and it's up to us how we use them. How, we use those minor, how, do, how do we use those hours or minutes left after our responsibilities? Keep your goals and dreams in mind and start somewhere. Whether this is improving your relationships or climbing a challenging route or creating pottery or writing a book, being a better parent, whatever it is worth pursuing your dreams. You will remember this when you're old, giving life meaning and happiness. So thank you for joining me today and wanting to improve your life. I am Petra Kmetet-Bitens and you've been listening to the Secrets for a Happy Life podcast. Thank you for all the shares and likes and comments. Until next time, keep seeking, keep growing and remember, by being happier and more fulfilled, you make others happy too. Bye-bye.